Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Comfort Service text line is 65780. We'll get to your questions coming up in our next segment, about 10, 15 minutes or so. But now let's try and win you some money this weekend as we welcome in who joins us every week here on BKN Ferrario. He's our favorite Ben Heisler of BetSided, managing editor over there. You can follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis. Ben, no BK today. I think he had to take a day off because he's ashamed of his uh, betting picks in football because my guy went 0-3 this past week, Benny. Now he's got to get his chest waxed on air next week. That's, first of all, that's amazing. Uh, so congratulations to uh, to the future Mrs. BK for getting to enjoy whatever that experience is, is going to be like for, for a little bit later on leading up to uh, – leading up to their big day. But I, I have to tell you, it was a weird and wild week one. And we kind of talked about this a little bit on the show last week, that wild things can happen, that you still have a lot of trends that you're left to figure out. But underdogs went nine and seven straight up in week one. And then they went 12 and four against the spread. So I think what's going to be fascinating about this week is you already have three games with double digit favorites once again and the public is already starting to back them so i I think what we're going to have to try and figure out is whether or not this is going to be the week where you have all the betters getting on board the underdogs this week and then the favorites dominate or whether it's just going to be that type of season in the nfl where it already is tough enough to predict, but now underdogs are probably going to start winning at a higher clip. We're just not sure. Yeah, Ben, I got to tell you, man, the over-unders actually messed me up this past week as well. I think I did like four over-under picks. Like I took the over in the Houston Tech or the under in the Houston Jacksonville game because I thought both of those offenses were terrible. And of course they go out and they put the over and I took the over in the Philly Atlanta game. And I didn't understand that Atlanta wasn't going to score any points against Philly. It really was a strange week one. It certainly was. And even you know, there were a couple of games that kind of played out sort of the way that you anticipated, like, you know, the Rams and the bears, we kind of knew that Chicago would be completely outmatched in that game uh, from start to finish. So that was one of the easier ones to predict. But I mean, think about what we saw from, you know, Baltimore, that was supposed to be one of the, the top defenses coming into the league and the Raiders, especially, you know, considering the state of their offensive line was able to hold together uh, car made some deep passes down the field. They ended up winning that game somehow twice. So you're right from a, from a total perspective, I think that was even tougher to gauge in week one. Uh, I think moving forward, it'll be a little bit easier. We'll start to, you know, they, they say a lot of times, you know, guys are always going to come back to what it says on the back of their card. I think for a lot of these teams, that'll start to work its way towards the, the remainder of the season, but uh, just a wild week to kick things off. And as you mentioned, the Raiders, I was in Las Vegas and saw them beat Baltimore on the Monday night opener. And, and I, he covered on his bet, Heiss. I did. That was fantastic, too. So it was multi-win <laughs> for me. And, and I saw the Raiders' first half, and I said, that car doesn't look great. And then he goes out, and he threw for the most yards in the second half in the NFL in week one. And they're taking on a good defensive team in the Steelers, and the Steelers are favored in that one. What, what should I be looking at in this game? Should I be taking the Steelers, or should I be back in the Raiders and be buying into Carr's second half? 
it's a really tough game and probably one of the ones that I'm likely staying away from because I, I don't think the Raiders are particularly good. I, I think they were able to take advantage uh, of the matchup and Baltimore being a, a little bit rusty and some poor decision-making on the defensive side for, for blitzing when they did. I, I just they don't, I, I think they didn't expect the Raiders' offensive line to be prepared for it. And if there's anything that Baltimore has done consistently over the course of the last several years, uh, is blitz the quarterback. And, and also, you know, two costly fumbles from Lamar Jackson uh, led there. So I, I think the public uh, might not be as convinced about the Raiders as they are about the Steelers. And remember, the Steelers team, if we're talking about bad offensive lines, uh, they were projected <laughs> to be the second worst offensive line via pro football focus entering the start of the season. So um, that's probably a stay away. I, I feel like if I had to, to make a pick, I'd probably still lean Pittsburgh considering that they're at home. Um, and, and again, it's just a, a level of comfort there for, for Big Ben consistently over the course of his career as opposed to on the road. But um, you know, anytime you're laying about five, five and a half points, and I don't think either of these two teams are particularly good. I, I do know Pittsburgh's defense is terrific, and they're not going to make a lot of the same mistakes that Baltimore did. So I think for that reason, I'd probably lean towards the Steelers. But uh, it does feel like an awful lot of points to be able to lay, considering that I don't think both of these teams are particularly good. We're talking with Ben Heisler, managing editor for Bet Sided. You can follow him on Twitter. Be sure to follow him on Twitter because you get all your betting advice for college and NFL. He's at Benny Heis, H-E-I-S. Ben, the one game that I think is going to confuse everybody this week on the betting side, on the pick side, if you're in a survivor pool, it's the Cowboys versus the Chargers. I think they said that this is a 50-50 shot for both teams. I give the slide edge to Dallas after I saw that offense in week one, but now learning that they might be out with or without their front two defensemen in Gregory and Lawrence, where are you siding on this one between these two teams? I think if you can get the Cowboys at plus three and a half on the road, I, I like Dallas. I think if it's anything that's three or less, I'm probably leaning towards the Chargers. I, remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago that oddsmakers are extremely bullish on Justin Herbert as an MVP candidate this year. And, and when a lot of odds makers are setting lines that low, it tells you that a lot of sharp money has come in and they're buying the hype for somebody that set NFL rookie records a season ago. So they're going to have their way with Dallas's defense. I know that bringing in Dan Quinn is going to be an upgrade from Mike Nolan from a season ago. And still a lot of times for first time defensive coordinators, it takes a few weeks to get adjusted. So from the Chargers standpoint, they're still healthy. Mike Williams was a big part of the game plan last week. Keenan Allen should just explode in the middle of the field against Dallas. So I like the Chargers to be able to move the ball. And from the Cowboys' perspective, this is an opportunity for them to get back to the Zeke Elliott of old. I think the Chargers, what you saw uh, in that game last week, they weren't great at stopping the run. Made a couple of big plays on third down to be able to hang on and get the win. Uh, and the other thing, too, is that their new head coach, Brandon Staley, was in charge of the number one defense in the NFL a season ago with the Los Angeles Rams. Now, they're not there yet, but I think they're going to be a very formidable defensive unit as the season goes on. And I think they're going to try and do the opposite of what you saw Tampa Bay do, which is have Dak Prescott throw the ball upwards of 50-plus times. I think they're going to encourage Dallas to run and not allow a lot of those big plays to happen. So I, I think if I'm looking at this game, it's going to be close. It's going to be back and forth, but I, I don't anticipate it being this monster high-scoring affair that everybody is expecting. I would probably lean on the under of 55 and a half here, 
um, because I, I think it's just going to be a little bit more defensive oriented than I think people would anticipate. Do you anticipate Zeke to have a big week? Because I know a lot of fantasy owners are frustrated with him and he was outspoken about it a couple of days ago after practice saying if you didn't watch or if you're talking about me having a bad week, you didn't watch the game. I don't know if I necessarily agree with Zeke there. Like he wasn't good, but it's also against the toughest team in the NFL to run the football. It's like, you just don't run well on Tampa Bay unless they're completely disinterested. That's what they did so well a season ago. So I, I think this week is going to be a little bit different. Zeke was certainly a lot more involved. And let's also not forget, you know, there were 12 additional running plays that were called in week one that Dak Prescott checked out of and went to a passing play because he knew you can't run on Tampa Bay. So for anybody that's playing fantasy this week and is thinking, oh, Mike Davis might be another potential option, I would be incredibly concerned. He might catch some passes for you uh, like he did in Carolina, but this is just not a matchup where even if you have some of the best running backs in the league, you probably want to consider sitting them against Tampa Bay. So he'll be more involved this week. I think it's clearly important that they get him featured a little bit further. And again, that's going to take some time off the clock. They're going to try and keep some longer sustained drives. They just didn't have the ability to do that last week. Hi, I'm into daily fantasy, and I'm wondering this week, who's maybe someone that's flying under the radar that you could see having a big week? Uh, there's some really intriguing games, and I, and I think maybe somebody like Mike Evans could be a really fascinating play just because everybody was so down. And I, In fact, if you're going sort of to this angle, I love playing the guys that everybody was down on from the following week because, you know, the law of variance and, and – Law of averages is they're going to bounce back. So somebody like Mike Evans in just a, a very advantageous spot against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, he still might be a little bit too pricey for some people considering his lack of output from, from last week. You know, if you're playing on DraftKings, he's $6,100. So I, I think somebody like Evans uh, is in a terrific spot. Um, I, I think if you're going sort of a little bit further down the list and trying to determine uh, a couple other guys that you might be able to, to have some, some luck with, um, you know, I think Tyler Higby is an intriguing spot against the Colts uh, for the for the L.A. Rams. If you're going a little bit further, uh, Cole Beasley was targeted several times for Buffalo. That's going to be a bounce back win for them. Uh, and if you're looking for someone that's just super duper cheap in a game that they should be flat out dominant win, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, of the Cleveland Browns, especially with no Odell Beckham, he's the bare bones minimum price over at DraftKings. And I think that's somebody that I think uh, considering that he played 47 out of 59 snaps, he only had one target last week, but uh, I, I think this is a better opportunity for him to really get himself going. He was had rave reviews over the course of training camp this year. Ben Heisler, we always love the inside, buddy. Thank you so much for taking some time weekly with us. And again, be sure to follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis. Check out his work over at BetSided. Ben, have a great weekend, my man, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Have an outstanding weekend, gentlemen. Hope all of your bets will hit. We'll send, we'll send you a video of BK getting his chest waxed on Monday, too. Don't you worry yes, about that. And he has to yell to the Steve Carell, ah, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah, we've happen. already told him that, buddy. We're going to make sure that he does that. Thanks a lot, Heiss. See you guys. There you go. Ben Heisler with us here weekly doing a little college and NFL picks. Tanner Hendrickson, Alex Ferrario, Air Comfort Service, text line 65780. Questions and answers is next here on 101 ESPN. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. 
All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.